Hey. Hey, Travis. Hey, John. Uh, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> to... Mean Girls Interrupted, the podcast. The only yeah. podcast. There's not another one that exists. No, definitely not ones that have been annexed by celebrities that make our jobs of gaining viewership and listenership really, really impossible. <laughs> yeah, very, very difficult. Um, <clears throat> so to that end, make sure you guys follow, rate, review, email us even. But first, follow, rate, review. Mm -hmm. And then second step is email us at truett. Mean Girls Interrupted at gmail.com to let us know what movies you'd like us to re review next. Yeah. Oh, I did forget to say that, uh, you know, aside from us also being the only podcast that exists. Right. Uh, we are a movie review podcast. Um, Correct. And that is just, you know, if you don't know us now, you do. Now you do. We're going to review movies. And today here on this uh podcast yeah we are going to talk about and review and probably really badly synopsize lethal weapon from 1987 which is if you haven't watched lethal weapon at this point we don't know what to tell you i haven't watched it and i had no clue right spoiler alert yeah spoiler <laughs> alert for all of you out there who care um yeah yeah and you should care because it's you know? lethal weapon yeah, and it's a uh, it is directed by Richard Donner, who looks oh. like he did quite a lot of movies in the eighties. I he did Lady Hawk. I thought you were gonna say drugs. I thought you were looking at oh, a well, physical I mean, picture. I think from from the looks of Lethal Weapon, the vibe, the tone, the context of it all, I feel like there was a lot of cocaine being done had that, that, yeah, during the making of this film. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, it seems like lots of cocaine went into the budget. Uh, <laughs> it was like a line item. Yeah, it was something that they wrote in. <laughs> yeah, they're like cocaine. Like, well, I got to have at least a million dollars for that cocaine budget. Yeah, he's like, you got to keep Mel Gibson yeah. uh, happy. I feel like Danny Glover was one of those uh, 80s people who ab abstained from the cocaine fueled uh, Hollywood. Potentially. Thing. I mean, you never can tell. We never know. I mean, just look at how they sweat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Travis. Like are, are they sweating profusely? Um, or, or just like a little bit? Yeah. And is it, are they in a freezer while sweating? Because then you know they're on cocaine. Oh, they're absolutely on some sort of cocaine. Drug. Oh, yes. Yeah, say it again. Cocaine. Yeah, I love it. It's beautiful. Michael Caine. Yes. Yeah, Mike Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Spelled M-Y cocaine. <laughs> anyway, so this is Lethal Weapon today. Yeah. Full of drugs. Um, it is actually about drugs. It starts off full of drugs. Does it end about drugs? I yeah, get... there's drugs too. It's just drugs throughout. Yeah, we start off with um, a naked, a beautiful lady. Wait. Is that how we start off? We do. Yeah. We start off with, yes, you're right. You're it's right. Christmas time in Los Angeles. Everyone, 90, 80s action movies were all Christmas movies. Um, like Die Hard was also a background Christmas movie. Christmas movie. So this one, if you want to call it a Christmas movie, cool. That's fine. Wait, it you is, know, it is the season. Yeah. It is fastly approaching Christmas. By the time this episode is out, Christmas will be yeah. over. Be done. And God, thank God. Yeah. God, thank God. God. <laughs> does God go, thank me? Yeah, he does. He's like, oh, I'm really glad that's over. He's like, good me. <laughs> so I'm really tired of people, you know, praising me. me. Damn it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. We're off to a weird start. Okay. We're recording on a weird evening. So we're kind of like bringing ourselves up. Right. We're not fresh faced in the morning. The day has already happened to us. So we're just we're here. Yeah. We're queer and, and beautiful. You better get over uh, oh. it. We're we are beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So this uh, costs 15 million dollars <laughs> to film in 
1987. So with inflation, this was a billion dollars to make today. <laughs> you could barely One afford B. college on this budget. I know, right? It's so weird. And I feel like, uh, yeah, so it grossed worldwide at the, at the time $120 million. So it was a, a massive hit. That would explain why there are quite a few but installments of, of this. Yeah. And I'm like, why? There's a lot um, of lethal weapons. Yeah, like lethal weapon, uh, lethal weapon back in the habit. Um, Did you watch that? If that's a real thing, is that no. a real thing? I want it to be now. John, don't you dare do this to I me. <laughs> I almost, I, you have no idea. I almost got so excited. I was like, but we're about to be back in the habit. Everyone to get off the subject would be Goldberg. Bird, Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> Whoopi the elusive Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. They're nearly extinct. Um, yes. <laughs> there's only one left. Back in the habit, everyone. We're getting another. We are getting yeah. another sister act. I know. I can't wait. Okay, but back to Lethal Weapon because we'll talk. We'll talk gay stuff later. Okay, cool. <laughs> Lauren, my immediate thought is Lauren Hill better be in it. Honestly, yeah. Let's bring everyone. Yeah. Let's bring everybody back. I want Rihanna's baby in it. Should we not talk about Lethal Weapon and just cast Sister Act? Yes. <laughs> Fan casting Sister Act now. So um, it, it's actually Whoopi Goldberg is not the protagonist this time around. It is Rihanna's baby taking the helm yes. of lead of Sister Act. You should hear that baby's pipes. You think it can cry? <laughs> just you wait. It can sing. It's got notes. It hits every note when it's wailing. Yeah, it's just goo goo gagas. Oh, it does. All the way to your heart. That's so cute. I can't wait for that movie. Yeah, so it's it's basically like Boss Baby meets a live action Whoopi Go. A live action <laughs> Boss Baby. Yeah, exactly. Meets Sister Act. Yeah, it's going to be so good. But yeah. back to Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Starring so, Mel yeah. Gibson. Mm -hmm. Um it's going to be oh, Danny. It it's going to be Danny Glover. It's going to be yes. long in the tooth. Gary Busey. Oh, that's that's a that's an understatement. It's going to be um, who else is in this movie? Uh, it's also Tom Atkins, whoever that is. Oh, Darlene oh, Love. Atkins bar fame. Yes, 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 yes. Darlene Love, who is in every she is. Danny Glover plays Danny Glover's wife, and she is actually in every single lethal weapon. Listen, I'm not shocked or surprised. I'm not going to lie. I love her. Sure. She cries on some stairs in this, and she's always cooking something. I, and badly, might I remind you. Yeah. They, do, they make that a lot. There's a lot of those jokes in there. Also, like, and desserts are served cold in a frozen box, apparently, at their house. I mean, this is this is definitely an 80s film where like the household, everyday middle class household has just like frozen foods, frozen meals or stofers going on. There's always a giant hole in the wall where the kitchen is yeah. now part of the living oh, room. Yeah, that's a thing. That's also that. And um, <laughs> also, whenever a cabinet in the kitchen is opened, there's always Quaker Oats in there. Oh, I didn't notice any Quaker oats, but now I'm quaking in my boots. <laughs> You're quaking in your oats. <laughs> oh, whoa. Also starring Gail Bowman as Cop. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cop was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I just couldn't get enough of Cop. And also starring Cheryl Baker as Girl in Shower number one. Yes. I, John, I knew I recognized her. Yes, and also starring Alphonse Philippe Mouzon as Alfred's friend number two. Oh, it's, yeah, he never yeah. gets a number one. I know. And Mick Rogers as bus driver, uncredited, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway. Wait, um, I want to know who plays Dixie. Uh, Dixie? Dixie was my favorite short-lived character. Oh, that is uh, Lycia or Lycia Naff. Good for her. Who listens to this every she, week. Is she the daughter? No. 
No, Dixie. Dixie? Dixie's the prostitute. Um, I'm so sorry. The sex worker. We don't say prostitute here. Dixie is the sex worker who they make a blowjob joke at. And she's like, if you please. right. She's like, who are you? She had hot style. Yeah, good for her. She was in Total Recall, apparently. Which one? Uh, the f- the one from the eighties. Oh, I just wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to see if she had like aged into the new Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to find out who played the daughter. Uh, probably someone named. Probably some. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know the name, but I'm gonna guess. Can I guess? Yeah. She's a blonde girl. Okay. All right. <sighs> she was not Lindsay. blonde in this movie. Lindsay. Her name's Lindsay. Am I right? Oh, wait, no, not the daughter who dies, but the daughter who gets taken hostage and is a terrible actress. Wait, I actually thought she worked pretty well with what she had. Driving that limo like crazy, falling out of the limo, being like, leave me alone. I have driven a car way worse. (laughs) Yeah, she does very, very bad. I've had like like three helicopters chasing me and she did way better than I could. She just goes in a straight line. I'm like, you are in a desert. Turn the wheel. There's nowhere to go in the desert. We all know. We all know. Desert full of secrets. It, it, you know, that's what desert is full of secrets. <laughs> very much is. <laughs> and it's also full of helicopters and limousines. Yeah, the, always. That's where I go. I'm always like, where can I find a limousine? And it's like the nearest desert. Oh, my gosh. There's this actor in here called Blackie Dammit. And uh, I have he died no- in 2021. I have nothing. I have nothing. Yeah. Oh, he yes. Plays I drug dealer number three. A lot of drug dealers in here. He's going to so many drug dealers. It's going to be hard to pick out. His, uh, his IMDb pro. Um, <laughs> his IMDb pro picture. OK, he's dead. I can't. We're not going to roast him. Smirch. Listen, we can't conjure the dead right now. R.I.P. Blackie. Good damn it. for you. Good for you. Okay, Good so I think that's you. it for the cast. Like, wh- that's it for the show. That's top billing. That's it. So yeah. Um. So anyway, um, uh, Lethal Weapon starts out with with a with a a lady uh, who is in a in a very circular tall building, and she is doing drugs all by herself. Yeah, she's wearing no clothing. They make sure to. Put her in but nothing. But not for anybody. She's wearing like the sexiest like lingerie. She is chilling out, posing for the camera, tits out. She just wants to be comfortable. Right. She's just, this is just her being her and feeling herself alone uh, sometime around Christmas. Girls just want to have fun, John. Girls it's, do just want to <laughs> have fun. And boy, does she. Uh, she has so much fun. There's so much fun. She snorts a lot of fun. She snorts a lot of fun. And then you know what else she does, John? She loves the look of that that uh, pavement stories beneath her. She loves it. She's looking at it and she said, you know, that looks so fun. The top She's like, look of at that all those cars. car looks so fun and I want to wear it. I'm going to take the fastest way from point A to point B to get to that car. And she jumps. She jumps. And she's not wearing any clothes, but guess what she's wearing when she hits that? She is wearing, she's wearing the top of that car. Oh, John, did you see the way, did you see the way that she was posed? Uh, Whenever she smashes into the top of the car and she dies? Yes. Yeah. Can I tell you that that might have actually, yes, that, but also I think that's a direct reference to the jumping lady, which is a real person. She jumped from a building, landed on the top of a car. And she looked like a model. You can Google Whoa. the image. Any of you out there interested, it's a black and white photo. It looks staged. She, she looks, she doesn't look damaged. So the first person who arrived on that yeah. scene was just like, oh, gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, somebody call 911. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they got a rip, but look it up because that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, is this a reference to that image? Yeah, if some if gays like were the first to arrive on that on that scene they'd be to like, see her looking so fabulous, they'd be like, oh, my God, work. Yeah, 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 they would. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. And I just watched yeah. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like work. Yeah, I said, oh, damn, girl. <laughs> Never look back. Nice. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. Slay. 
uh, bells ringing. Uh, <laughs> okay, so where do we go from here? The end? <laughs> no, and then we go to a good old Mel Gibson. What? Who is living in a camper trailer on Santa Monica Beach. That's the only place. That's the only place to live in a camper trailer. Yeah, by the way, we lead into this by we follow a dog into this thing. So he owns a dog. That might not that be we his never, dog. We never see that dog again. John, strays happen all the time. Haven't you ever had a cat? They just do happen all the house? time. <laughs> always. Always. You know, those pesky dog doors. I know, right? I just want a disease from whatever walks in. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, John, there's nothing like being patient zero. Yeah, I want to be. That's what I, I strive so for. Special. <laughs> Wouldn't you feel special if you were like the one who eradicated humanity to zero? Yeah, you have that title for the rest of your life. Honestly, you would either be loved by many who just want to lay off dead. this planet, or hated by many. Right. You know, they should totally out who patient zero is for COVID. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, right, right. I saw they made a whole movie about it. It did. It was foreshadowing. Right. Stacked cast. John, it took a very long time for COVID to get around. I know, right? It was almost like. uh... Instantaneous. Oh, yes. uh, So (laughs) Mel Gibson's in a trailer and there's a dog there. And And he's naked for some reason. And the door is wide open. And I'm like, okay, that's the only way I want to see Mel Gibson. It's from behind. Yeah. He has a beautiful mullet, by the way. It looked, it was very Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, yeah, it was. It was luxurious. It, it had body, it had volume. It had waves. It had a silhouette of its own, either from the side or the front. John. Very defined silhouette. I recognize the product he's using, and that's VO5. Oh my gosh, I, my grandmother used VO5. That ain't suave. That's not just your suave. That ain't Dell. Right. Well, in the 80s, it would be VO5 because VO5 was like the, the hair care shampoo product. But he, like, he just like rolls out of bed with a perfectly puffed up mullet. There's even a bang. There is. Yeah, it's hot bang. Yeah. Yeah. Is it fringe or bang? Fringe. It's, it's probably fringe, it right? It is fringe. We can call them bangs, yeah. but that's just that's bangs. just American vernacular. Yeah. Which he is playing an American in this, and his Australian accent comes out a lot. I couldn't tell. I was drinking the whole time I watched this. You know, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he uh, is like a suicidal cop. Yeah. And a little crazy. He's a wild card. Oh, John, talk about a wild card. Yeah, you don't know what he's going to do. Nope. If he's going to blow up, if he's going to be crazy. But he. (laughs) (laughs) So and then we meet with a seemingly disjointed character, which is uh, Danny Glover. But first what playing Danny Glover. Yeah, but first what happens is this. Mel Gibson is a police officer. He goes yeah. on a sting operation. He shoots oh, at a Christmas tree farm. Yes, at a Christmas tree. Farm. John, wasn't it beautiful? I was just like, what? Nobody's. That'd be funny if somebody was just like walking around looking at all the trees and be and sees like a whole table of cocaine and Mel Gibson. And they're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I could just smell the trees. That's yeah. what we're calling it. Yes. The cocaine on the table. <laughs> you just smell it. No. So. He shoots a bunch of people and everyone's like, oh, dang it. This again. So lots of guns. So many guns. So many advertisements for guns. But one of them like like, okay, the cops arrive. It's like a sting operation. Yeah. Wild. And then somebody gets Mel Gibson in like a headlock or whatever and like holds a pulls a gun to his head. He's basically taken hostage and he's just like. And the guy's like crazy. And Mel Gibson is fully on real cocaine. (laughs) And he's like. He was like, shoot me. And they're like, you put the gun down. He's like, shoot me. You put the gun to me. I'm going to shoot him. And it goes on for way too long. It go- Honestly, I was like, when is someone going to put a tree up their ass? <laughs> That's yeah. all I was waiting for. <laughs> I'm going to do I it. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to see a Christmas angel. 
<laughs> like who's going to be the tree topper? That I bet there's I bet there is adult pornography about that. There is, John. I watch it every year. Uh, this this time it is the season only during this season it's always yeah. christmas it's eve like, though or you're like just mulling some wine <laughs> and roasting chestnuts on an open fire and there's just like somebody propped on top of <laughs> becoming, a christmas tree becoming a christmas angel yeah, it's, it's so gorgeous um it's, yeah yeah it's, it's just, like live stream yeah it's great it's on omegle <laughs> <laughs> what is that don't worry about it okay cool sponsored by omega honestly sponsored sponsor please us do. omega please sponsor it we're not above anything no no okay um, so loose cannon mel gibson he gets he doesn't get his wish he doesn't get his uh he doesn't get shot and now he's get he gets kicked off the team and they're like you gotta go work with danny glover yeah, and Danny Glover, we see him uh, for the first time in a bathtub. He's a grown man. Oh, fully nude. Taking a, uh, taking a bath. John, if I could fit in a bathtub, you better believe I would take one. Yeah? Yeah. I can't. Well, he's too big for this bathtub. I tried. Me too. I get it. Look, and it also, the, the, this is weird for me because all of his children all come in with burst the birthday cake. With a birth, the lit birthday cake before work, by the way, this is the morning time and he's and they sing him happy birthday and they are fully seeing him naked. Yeah. And nobody's bothered by it. And his and his aging, his his oldest daughter is becoming a woman. Yeah. She's like 18 is right around the corner. Yeah. And she lingers behind. He's naked this whole time. And she kisses him on the face. Yeah, that is true. I thought that was the weirdest fucking scene ever. Did you? Because there's a lot of weird things in this movie. Um, And that's not even the weirdest. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's close. I was like, okay, we're crossing a line. But it's not that weird because some families don't care. Like some, that's just how they are. I need boundaries. Oh, I absolutely. I'm just saying. If I'm in the bathroom, nobody's coming in. Oh, well, it depends on what you're offering. True. For me. So who and what? Yeah. yeah. What, what what's on the table? The, the, it needs to, but it's very small scope yeah, of yeah, what yeah. can be accepted. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. without that, with that being said, it's happy birthday to him. He's got to get to work, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Also, he makes some jokes about his wife cooking being terrible before he leaves. Yeah. And I would I, probably that like would, 10. Oh. There's like 10 jokes. Yeah, honestly, and rule number one, uh, rule number one for me is no matter how the food tastes, always you say tell it's great. Oh. all the time. Oh, I was going to say, let them know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be brutally honest. Always let them know. Yeah, you get a recipe I, not, on not Pinterest. Only, not only let them know, but make them feel really bad for it. Listen, if you never want to taste their cooking again, humiliate yeah. them. They exactly. will never. It's, if, it's like when you make. They will never cook for you, and you are out scot free. <laughs> and uh, that's just how you got to do it. That's how you also gain power in a relationship. Yeah, it's when you the have tables to build really them up, turned, and you also yeah. have to bring them down. And I feel like that's a very healthy environment. Yeah, you throw them a rope, and when they're right about to reach it, you pull it back. You just yank it. You're like this bacon is burned <laughs> and terrible, and you disgust me. I'll see you after work. <laughs> okay, bye, honey. I love you. You know, just make, just make sure, you know. Yeah, just as long as you give them a peck on the cheek and, and while you're taking the last of the coffee. Yeah, t- take the last of their coffee and the last of their dignity. Yeah. You know. And then... Uh, so Danny Glover's out the door. <laughs> yeah, he's like, before he shuts the door, he's like, I want a divorce. Yeah, 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 true. And then, and then we're at work, but not before. We, there's a, there's a, an on, there's an... A cop psychiatrist who's like, you know what? John, she's in it for two and a half seconds. I don't even know why she's in this movie. It's to like just let us know that Martin Riggs, Mel Gibson, is suicidal and they should really worry about that. Yeah, we know. He puts a gun in his mouth and almost kills himself. Trigger warning. We're so sorry. We need to be more sensitive, I think. Or do we? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Lethal lethal weapon. uh, So lethal weapon. Uh, we actually, so after, uh, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover meet up for the first time, they have, he's, Mel Gibson is quote unquote young, 
<laughs> well, he was 30, actually, when this movie was made, and he was supposed to oh, be playing really? a 38-year-old, right? Oh, my God. John, he looks 38 in this movie. He, I mean. He's a rough 38 in this movie, and he was only 30 years old. Also, do you know that he turned down a role in The Fly to be in this? What? I mean, it's either that. I mean, he probably was like, is there cocaine on set? Uh, and then Lethal Weapon was like, definitely. It's uh, you better fucking believe it. He's like, I need a full size trailer and I need a dog and cocaine. Someone looks right at him and is like, does a bear shit in the woods? That's yeah. it. They, like, this is Hollywood, baby. They love those types of phrases. I know. So yeah. a cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, so Mel Gibson, he does, we do see that he has a connection to the dead girl that he is trying to find with Danny Glover and he keeps it a secret. Oh yeah. And that it's this, and he used to be married to. Who did he? The girl who fell off the wind, fell, fell out of the window. Is that true? No, 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 no. It's completely separate. Danny Glover. Danny Glover is the one who has a relationship to this girl because this oh, dude in Vietnam. I guess they just have the same haircut because Mel Gibson is looking at this bride and she's dead and she looks a lot like the girl who jumped off the balcony in the beginning. But um, then that doesn't even make any sense because it's never even brought up again. So you're right. But at the same time, he is sad because his bride is now dead. And he the scene, he just cries and whimpers for like five minutes straight. Yeah. And it's. The phenomenal acting. I mean, the tears were real. The tears were real. Did they look crazy? Yeah. Yeah. But he played the role. I think that he, I think it's just Mel Gibson being Mel Gibson. Also, did this, did this feel like a noir? Like the music and stuff was kind of like. Oh, most definitely. This is definitely a noir action, but the eight, the late eighties and the nineties were obsessed with like throwback noir detective stories. I mean, uh, it, it happened a lot. Always the saxophone, like riffing in the background. True. Always a little saxophone, maybe a little trumpet here and there. But the, in, in Lethal Weapon, it's a uh, it's a saxophone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motif. Yeah. Also, the oboe was really nice. Did you hear it? Did you catch the oboe? Is it all like blue? Doo -doo? <laughs> Actually, I have no clue what an oboe sounds like. <laughs> that's how it's, that's exactly how it sounds. Yeah, it was a didgeridoo. <laughs> that would have changed the whole tone of the movie if it was just a didgeridoo. Honestly, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. This is I, I want that clown sounds. It's just clowns <laughs> yeah. laughing. It's like, <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. You can tell we're so serious about this movie. No, but Gary Busey shows up. So <laughs> Gary Busey does rear his head. Yeah, he's like an albino. And he like, he's like, hey, I will let you light my arm on fire because I'm obsessed with you. Yeah, because we forgot to get to the part. OK, let's just do a quick. <laughs> so, yeah, Gary. So while all of the other stories are happening, we get introduced to the baddies, everyone. And we're not talking oh, the yeah. Instagram kind. Oh, yeah. No, they are. They are bad. They are baddies. And, and there's a lot of them. Oh, and so we're here at this club. So bad. And, yeah, so bad. And some guy rolls <laughs> in and he's like, hey, I need some stuff. And the other guy was like, I got some stuff. I got. So you have to be more specific. He's like, I got double stuff. <laughs> and so then he was like, oh, I want to get double stuff. Yeah. And so they do. They do that first. And then they come back afterwards. <laughs> and um, so then Gary Busey. So then the guy's like, wait a second. I can smell mercenary up in here. And so he was like, I'm not working with these. These guys are crazy. And the guy's like, yeah, but they're loyal. So crazy loyal. The guy with the stuff was like, hey, Beavis, let me have your arm. And so hey, Busey, <laughs> give me your Busey. It honestly does look like Beavis. Um, so <laughs> if you think about MTV's Beavis, Gary he Busey and him are very similar in the face. Uh, I mean, Gary Busey, phenomenal actor. Oh, do, do you remember Ginger Dead Man? I will never. Yes, I was just about to bring that what up. What a role. What an what? exciting. I mean, <laughs> Oscar level. Uh, 
ginger dead man. Honestly, that would have been perfect for right now because it's a gingerbread cookie. Perfect for the holiday. Yeah. Um, but back to Gary Busey, he gets his arm. A lighter is right underneath it. And there's some flames boiling that skin. Yeah. And that's to show that he is loyal. He will do anything and everything that this boss man wants him to do. And I'm getting like Dom sub vibes and I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. It's cool. Yeah, it's perfectly just, you know. Yeah. Queer representation. Yep. Wear your hoops. It's easier to put your ankles through them. So <laughs> <laughs> you know. show me your Busey. <laughs> so Busey leaves and so does the other guy. <laughs> they all leave and he was like, okay, so now we're introduced to the baddies. Yeah, and everything, everybody's Also, bad. we missed the best character in the movie. After Homegirl jumps, we just have to rewind. Be kind, rewind. Uh, Dixie, the uh, she is a beautiful She's sex a lovable, worker. Lovable <laughs> sex worker. Uh, powerful woman. We missed her. She's in it, um, and that's it. So then let's fast forward. Fast forward, be kind. It yes. works, right? Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think that's exactly how it goes. Yeah. So where are we now? Um, we are at this point where Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, they are riding around in cars with boys. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then so they're like, uh, they're on the case. They have to find out who killed. There's something fishy about this suicidal. I mean, the suicide that happened because they see her, her body had toxicology levels in there. It wasn't just cocaine. No, it wasn't just. It was somebody spiked her drugs and killed her on purpose. Oh, yeah. With the drugs. But for what reason? Exactly. And that's what they're going to find out. And so what they do find out is that um, she was the daughter of somebody that Danny Glover knows. Has, yeah, very well. So, like, like dated in high school. Oh, yeah. Like I've had my yeah, face and in kept you. in touch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put my face in that. <laughs> um, yeah, so they show up. It's been a little while, and they. Uh, it's really the awkward. They haven't talked in like twelve years. It was a messy breakup. Everyone. Yeah, his name is Michael Hunsaker. Hot name. Yeah. Oh, hot uh, name alert. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you say Mike Hunt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike Hunsaker. <laughs> yeah, Mike Hunsaking. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Sure. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> so they get together and they're like, he's like, look, I know you're grieving your daughter right now, but this was probably foul play and we smell it a mile away. It's like, no, that was just the onions. Yeah. And Mel, and Mel Gibson is always lurking in the background, like on the lookout for like bad, bad bitches yeah. or a bad, bad ones. He likes being, they say. he likes being cucked. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to cuckold over here. <laughs> um, so uh, turns out. Uh, 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 my cunt's uh, aching. Yeah, my cunt's aching. He <laughs> says, he says, look, I there is more to the story, you know, but, but you're going to have to read it on my blog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly um so there's they it's a dead end basically so they start then they start to delve into like this relationship building between mel gibson and danny glover mel gibson saves a guy who wants to leap to his death and that's a scene that has a no connection to the overall story but it goes on for a really 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 long time an actor who is trying to jump should have i mean <sighs> Uh, yeah. Just do it. It was bad acting. Just do it. Just go for it. Don't cause a scene. Yeah, honestly. No, that's really fucked up. I'm not going to do that. No, we're not going to uh, make fun of it. Listen, everyone has to laugh now and then, okay? You do have to laugh now and then, but what's laughable about this scene is like it's a typical, stereotypical thing where a guy's on a ledge. There's They're like blowing up a like a trampoline beneath them. And Mel Gibson is trying to talk him down and he's like, look, man, why don't you just jump? He like tries to encourage it and then he slaps some handcuffs on him. He's like, and if you jump right now, you're going to be taking me with you and that'll make you a murderer. And the guy's like, no. And then Mel Gibson's like, let's jump. Let's go. And Mel Gibson jumps, pulling the guy down with him to a trampoline that was there the whole time. Yeah. 
though basically like they had a fun time yeah they did they had a party (laughs) (laughs) So. so anyway the guy's like Mel Gibson's crazy. And then Danny Glover's Wrong like, crazy. Danny Glover's like, I, you better come with me, sir. And then right nothing happens. Yeah. He's like, you're crazy. He's like, I told you I was crazy. He's like, are you crazy? I'm, I'm definitely crazy. I don't know if you're crazy, if you're just crazy. Yeah. And, they do and then what happens is they're like shooting up some, uh, some stuff, not heroin, but other things. Yeah. Well, no, what happens after that is they're getting closer. They're like, you know what? We're going to tie some of these loose ends together. Let's go talk to Dixie. Her last name's Normus, uh, for all of you who care. Um, so, <laughs> so they go to see Dixie Normus, and she is she's in her house, and they're in a seedy part of town. And there's some kids outside, and they're like, are you coming to arrest Dixie? And they're like, no, we're just coming to talk to her. So they go to the outside of Dixie's house, and guess what, John? It blows up. Our house explodes in the middle of the street. Our house. We can't do that. Copyright. And it was almost as if it was timed perfectly. It was crazy. Like, how did they do that? I know. It's like professional demolitions grade, like wiring up a house. It was amazing. And it turns out uh, Dixie was inside. She's dead now. Um, So they're like, what? Or horrid. <laughs> oh, I loved yeah. it. So, <laughs> so she, they get some information from one of the kids. Um, and I don't really remember. No, oh, no, right. Not, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. The guy who, who they saw, they witnessed these kids witness go in there, had the same tattoo as Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson. And he's like, that guy with special forces because this is a special forces tattoo and, so special forces and he also says while i was digging through dixie's remains i found this and he pulls up <laughs> this metal charred bit and he was like this is an explosive only we know how to make yeah special forces special so In special fact, forces are at work we are lethal weapons Yes, exactly. They do and say that's where the movie gets the name. Because uh, they are lethal weapons, everyone. Right. So they're, yeah, and there's going to be a whole lot of lethal weapons. Not only guns, but people too. Oh, yeah, they are. They're technically considered lethal weapons. Yeah, like legally, that's what they're considered. Yeah. Just so you all and know, then, fun Anyway, fact. so they go to, they revisit Mike Cunsaking. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it's at the funeral of his daughter. The funeral of the daughter in Malibu. A cliffside funeral in Malibu. What are they going to do? Roll her corpse off the cliff? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be hilarious. (laughs) But while they're... He's like, you're lying to me. And what's going on here? And he's like, he's like, there's too much. This goes way deep. Danny Glover goes real deep. And you're in deep. And we're all in. Ka-chow. A helicopter. Comes up from the cliffside and a, an assassin kills the the guy through the window. The bullet goes through his body and and through a carton of eggnog. I because Christmas. Honestly, that's the only thing I want to do to eggnog. Is just I just want to put so it. many bullets in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, they're like, "Oh no, we're in deep." And they go home. They are rattled from the day and then they find a note. And that they have stolen his daughter. They said, guess what? We got your kid. And doesn't the note say something weird that says, like, your daughter looks really good naked? Um, John, I don't know. I think it it does say that. Does it say No, I think it says something. It does say something very creepy. This movie's really weird, though, because do you it remember? It is very weird. Do you, okay, we forgot this part of the scene. Whenever she's coming down the stairs, she's like, this is my New Year's outfit. And she walks down the stairs, and the dad, Danny Glover's character, looks visibly like, and he goes, yeah. heartbreaker. And I was like, ew. There's a pervy dynamic this movie's in this very movie. Pervy. But, and they are, they are sexualizing this little 17-year-old. It's she's so not even weird. in high school. Or not even out of high school yet. Yeah. So anyway, just so you all know. But she does mention, she does make mention that she is interested in dating a man that we haven't seen. Yeah. 
and Gary, I mean, it's, it's Gary, Gary Busey, Busey right? Yeah. It's revealed to be Gary Busey. No, she doesn't want to and date Ga- him. And so Gary Busey has been like casing her out or something like no, that. No, she wants to date Riggs. She has a crush on well, the yeah. cop. But I don't think Gary Busey's been trying to case the place. Yeah, it, he has, which is so fucking weird because the, earlier during the dinner scene with like the first dinner scene with Mel Gibson, um, it comes over to meet the family. Uh, she mentioned the daughter mentions some guy like Chad or whatever the fuck. Oh, uh, Joshua, Joshua. And so and the and his name is and Joshua. And then, yeah, and then Danny Glover's like, I don't like that guy because he has dimples. Oh, and whenever he smiles, I can see his skeleton. And that's how he reconnects the dots between of who kidnapped his daughter. No, no, no. Because remember, they said um, we'll get to that. But remember at the point in the movie when they said, you got a dead body on your street. And he was like, mm. and he was like, huh, does he have dimples? And the lady's like, how'd you know that? And he's like, oh, shit. That's when they go to their house and realize the daughter's been taken because her friend oh, that she had a right. crush on is dead. Oh, okay, cool. See, on. I'm just making up. I'm making up stories while we're while we're talking about it because John, a lot honestly, of this was it beyond sounds me. Better. And I'm just John, trying to connect made this all movie the dots. Up. No, listen, they made this movie up as they went. There was no script. No, but there was cocaine. A fun oh. cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. So they go. They go to Joshua Tree for a little vacay. Yeah, they do some uh, mushrooms. A little rendezvous in J Tree. They go to find themselves um, under the stars. Yes. And so um, it's Mel Gibson who was like going to try to snipe out some bad guys. And for some reason, these bad guys are not killing people on site. And we don't know really what they want from Mel Gibson or Danny Glover and why there's a hostage They situation. want the information. And I'll tell they wanted the information. They said, we took your daughter. We don't want her. But what we want is the information you have. That homie that we shot earlier, like 10 minutes ago, he gave it to you. Yeah. Remember? So they're like, he gave you information and we want to know who knows. And they're all like, I don't know. Which seems a very arbitrary plot to me. And then Mel Gibson, he mimes a zipper on his mouth and he and then a Danny Glover off to the side makes a zipper noise. And so that's basically (laughs) they're like, we're our lips are sealed. (laughs) Yeah. And then, <laughs> I'm sorry, sealed. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then they go to the, they go to get the daughter back. And then the there's a whole like crazy chase. There's a helicopter. There's a limousine. There's some waterboarding. There's very yeah. There's waterboarding with electricity. And long story short. Uh, the movie comes to an end. <laughs> so I'll tell you how it ends. So there's some waterboarding okay. that happens. And let me finish this off for you. So okay. um, anyway, they get the daughter back. Danny Glover, he's like, oh, yes. And everyone's like, yay. Even the criminals, they're like so happy. So well, you know what? We really wanted this for you. We were rooting for you. And we were all rooting for you. They all, and Tyra Banks shows up. It's super weird. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. so, but glad to see it. Yeah, I would love that. Glad to see so it. So they tell, so they get the daughter back and they're like, yes, congratulations to us. <laughs> but guess what? We're now one step ahead. So they go, they're like, hey, they do this wild car chase, right? It is actually insane. Someone gets blown up in the middle of the street. Um, the the main <laughs> baddie gets blown up in his car in the street. And oh. yeah, I know it's super hot. So then, um, but <laughs> Gary Busey gets away and they're like, oh no, he knows. Now there's a Busey on the loose. Uh, never a, Bu- a Lucy Busey. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes a Lucy Busey. <laughs> So Lucy Busey, they're like, wait, he knows where I live. This is Danny Glover. And they're like, shit, we got to get to the house because he's going to get my family. So Lucy, so it's a race against, it's a race against time. time. Lucy Busey, sh- a ticking clock device. It's a time bomb even now. Yeah. Lucy Busey shows up and there's some police outside the house <laughs> and he's like, hey, and the cops are like, hey, fam. And they're like, can we help you? He's like, no. And then he kills them both immediately. Which is right, so a great copying, very, very good policing in this movie. Oh, it was truly it, it was the work of like you look dangerous. They, oh, honestly, if Gary, come B- on in. Listen, 
if Gary Busey rolled up, I would Run. roll the windows up and put my car in reverse. I don't want anything. <laughs> I want nothing to do with it. So he shoots them immediately and he walks into that house. Okay. There's children in there. There isn't, John. There's no one in oh, that why? house because guess what? What? Danny Glover and the other one, Riggs. Yeah. Yeah. Mel, uh-huh. Mel Gibson. They were one step ahead and they wrote a note and they said, hey, Lucy Busey, you stink. And then they drive. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says in the note. It said, you smell. And he was like, so uh, he, he's like more he's more upset about that John, than he was pissed. than his murderous rage, not being satisfied. He was so pissed. He was like, I don't smell. <laughs> it like brought back some childhood trauma. And so right. they, so then as he's sitting there pondering, and then we go that, into like a two hour long flashback so I, of why this stings yeah, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I just can't get the smell off. So what happens is Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, they drive a police car right through Danny Glover's house to try and hit. I don't even know how they claim insurance on that. No, but then guess what happens? What? Gary Busey? He doesn't die. He gets a of ra- course. You can't kill a Busey. You can't, John. Buseys are forever. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like diamonds, but like Buseys, you know. Yeah, they just never go away. Oh uh, yeah, you know. Under pressure. Sometimes they get arrested. Well, I'll tell you what happens. So then Mel Gibson is like, you know what? I'm so sick of your shit and your fucking teeth, and we're gonna fight in this yard. And a police circle forms and they let them fist fight instead of arresting (laughs) Gary Busey. So Gary Busey and Mel Gibson fight, fight, fight. yes, have a trailer taking bets, trailer park throwdown in the middle of of this yard that's now wet. There's water everywhere. Mel Gibson's not wearing a shirt for some reason. He's oftentimes in this movie not wearing a shirt. And I feel like that was in his contract where he's like, I don't I need maximum chest exposure. So and they do that anyway. Yeah. Long story short, Gary Busey gets Buseyed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And what that means is he dies. I actually can't remember if he dies or lives. I don't remember if they arrest him or not. Let's just make it up. I think that he murders Gary Busey. Yes. And and the cops just allow that to go down. They he he does get murdered. They do kill him, but he pulls a gun. Oh, right. He pulls a gun and they shoot him. So Gary Busey does get Buseyed. Um, he does get Busey, but it also exonerates Mel Gibson because it was in self-defense. Yeah, so Lucy Busey has passed on and everything's right in the world. Yeah, I do remember I distinctly there was the line of the 80s and 90s action films. He's got a gun. Oh, I don't know if they said that, but I do remember Turner. Not in this moment, but at some point yeah. in this movie, I did hear he's got a gun. They always did that. Yeah, always. Yeah. So famous. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. And Travis, I thank you so much for helping me out because the it was very foggy for me too. Honestly, I think we may have just made the end up. Uh, right. But that's okay <laughs> because <laughs> they made this whole movie up. It probably took 30 minutes to write. Yeah, fun fact. Stories come from a person's mind and imagination. This was made on AI on the first computer. Yeah. <laughs> This movie was AI generated. Yeah, exactly. But uh, with that, I think that that was a fantastic job of storytelling. I mean, could, any, could anyone do it better? I mean, I don't know. Together, John, like, we are strong. We are strong. <laughs> we got Lucy Goosied. Uh, Lucy Busey, excuse me. Mike Conseken. <laughs> Dixie Normas. Yeah. Uh, Mel Gibson's performance was unhinged. It was it good? I don't know. Um, but it was definitely unhinged, unglued. Even can we talk about how? Okay. Do you want to give it a review? Because I have to talk sure. about someone else who gave it a review, and we'll do it after hours. Okay, <laughs> I give this one a five out of out of ten. Out of ten. Um, Lucy Busey's <laughs> Lucy Busey's 
uh, I would I, I would give it a five just because it's like, like, sure, I wasn't loving it. But at the same time, I was like entertained by the 80s of it all. I'm going to the 80s ness. John, I'm going to tell you right this very second. And this yeah. is going to sound insane because we roasted this movie <laughs> to a crisp. <laughs> yeah, we did. I will absolutely be watching the other Lethal Weapons, and I'm going to give this movie an eight. Whoa. Now, hear me, hear me out, everyone. This okay. movie, it's not good, but it no. is good in the, the worst way. The story is full of holes. This movie, probably at the time, everyone was like, oh my, yes, 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 yes. They were, yeah. This movie's terrible, but it is terrible in the way that I was so entertained by it. John, yeah. I couldn't stop watching it because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen next because nothing's following a format. And nothing is actually making sense. No, and I Whenever, didn't care. There's a part where like... Didn't care one bit. <laughs> where Mel Gibson is running in... He is in... He is on Hollywood Boulevard just down the way from me. He is on foot. He he has a an right. open shirt on, right? And then they, these bad guys get a they peel out in a car, and they're getting away scot free, but not on Mel Gibson's watch. No, he it's he's on foot, and Danny Glover all he has to say is like they're headed towards the highway, and he finds that car in Los Angeles on a highway at nighttime. Yeah, which is nuts. on foot, and he he's just good like that. So crazy. I'm giving this movie an eight um, because and I'm not joking. I will absolutely be watching Lethal Weapon 2. And I don't know if you want to join me in that venture, but I'm going to. I won't. Okay, but (laughs) (laughs) so I'm glad it tickles your boosie. But but here's what. Okay, so as far as the movie. Yes. Entertaining eight movie. eh. Yeah, but still an but eight. it all culminates in still an eight, an eight for me. Yeah. You know, what? I don't I haven't lost respect for you because everybody's entitled to a Busey. Uh, yes, which is everybody's got a Busey. Everyone does have a Busey. John, I've had two uh, opinions are like every, uh, uh, this is what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Opinions are like Buseys. Everybody's got one. And, they and everybody's all entitled to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there we are. Now, yeah. do you want to tell us? Would you like to tell us what the review is? I ha- do not know the review of this movie. Oh, you mean the Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, what's the Rotten Tomatoes? Because I have to yeah. know. Why don't you vamp while I tack that into my little computer? Okay, wire. so I'm going to vamp right here, everyone. I'm going to vamp so hard. Now, listen, I wanted to bring this up. Siskel and Ebert gave this a four stars out of five. So in case any so they're of you, right there with you, just in case any of you were wondering, they gave it four out of five stars. It actually helped mm-hmm. boost the movie's credibility, which they absolutely were paid to do, I believe, because there's oh, yeah. no well, Rotten Tomatoes does that too. the certified fresh is a paid for thing. Is it really certified uh-huh. fresh is paid for they're like certified fresh whenever it's on the on the movie trailer and you see the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing. They don't just pluck that off the Internet. They pay for that shit. Well, yeah, because how could you certify fresh a movie that literally hasn't been released yet? Yeah, but um, so, yeah, Siskel and Ebert, they were I used to watch them a lot. You did? Yeah, John, I would like always catch Muppets. them. Yeah, and they were they always had like these really clinical like things that they said that they were like reading cue cards or whatever not us not over here not on mean girls interrupted yeah (laughs) no not here you're getting high quality opinions from the heart you're getting low brow reviews (laughs) (laughs) so uh actually all right this would i think would be considered certified fresh because people love this movie um it uh got an 80 percent on the tomatometer i swear to god i did not check I, you are always in lockstep this is, with this. This is how I feel about this you movie. You should be a movie reviewer. No, you should have a <laughs> podcast where you review movies. John, don't you dare talk to me like I, that. I will dare. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we are the live versions of Mel Gibson and uh, Danny Glover oh, in real life. Crackheads? Like our bond. Yeah, oh. our bond. I mean, we fight crime. We stop criminals. 
I, listen, we have, I'm not we stopping. We have forged no. a bond. We have over, what did we form our bond over? Do you remember? Uh, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Michael Cocaine. I don't do drugs. Michael Cocaine. Um, <laughs> and it got an 86% audience score out of 250,000 plus ratings on just Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. People love this movie. I'm and the critics' consensus is the most successful in- installment in a phenomenally successful series, Lethal Weapon helped redefine action movies for the 1980s and the 1990s. They do, a, they do a lot of character work in here. They do. And here's the thing, though, is and it was the thing that was so chaotic about this movie was like, I it didn't know when it was a noir movie. And any time the saxophones would pop up, I was like, <gasps> noir. John, I lived. I was like, yeah, you were like, Pinot Noir. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so <laughs> there's just so many things about this movie that are, yeah, they're so right, but they're so wrong. Yeah. And that's how you get right. Because <laughs> two wrongs make a left. <laughs> so anyway, so Bob Thomas from the Associated Press. Oh, hey, Bob. Yeah, he's, he gave it a rotten rating. Fuck he goes, you, Richard Bob. Donner? Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Bob Thomas. He looks grumpy. There's pictures. Uh, so Richard Donner directed with an expert eye for action, but impaired vision for logic. I mean, like, what? Okay. Who isn't impaired in the 80s? Get over yourself, the, uh, Bob. You can you have lower the standard, Bob. Are we talking Bob Thomas or like Rob Thomas? No, Are we're talking the same? Robert Thomas. Oh, yes, him. Oh, you know what? It is Rob Thomas. Is it? Yeah, from what's that band he was in? Oh, I think it was called. Can you remember? Yeah. Um, what was that? Uh, Josie <laughs> and the Pussycats. Yes, Josie <laughs> and the Pussycats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so here's a fresh one. Oh, this is Gene Siskel from the Chicago Tribune oh. back in back in the day. Uh, Has he died say, yet? I'm just going to have to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Gibson and Glover make a great team. Gibson, and some hold of their- up. Gibson and Glover sounds like TV lawyers. <laughs> yeah. I'll call Gibson and Glover today. Wait, TV lawyers right there. Just ambulance chasers. Okay. Uh, Gibson and Glover make a great team, and some of their early adventures are exciting, but the film runs out of gas as it turns into an extended chase sequence. There is a lot of chasing. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like a chase, though? Who doesn't like feeling wanted? Who doesn't like um, a limousine being chased by a helicopter, which happens in our other episode where we review true lies? We did talk about how they you did text me. John, you are nail on the head. They love limousines. They love (sighs) helicopters. 80s, 90s. It's all about the limousines and helicopters. Come on. Big hair, costume jewelry, excess. Has to mm-hmm. be cocaine. Yes, cocaine and Busey and drugs and crime. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think uh, that pretty much sums it up. Go watch um, Lethal Weapon on zero streaming devices. I had to rent this. John, so did I. And I. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Like they're making us. Rent a lethal weapon. Crazy. It was $3.99. Mine was $3.99 too. That's like regular rental prices. John, that was $3.99. And I'm like, you know what I could have spent that on? God. Literally anything else. (laughs) Every other movie. Um, but with that, Travis, I had a fun time with you. I had the Uh, best time. I think this is probably one of the better times we've ever had. I mean, it's I don't think we could argue about that, but let us it know. get better. Let us know in the comments down below or mm-hmm. email us at meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. It, it, uh, you can spell it exactly the way it sounds. And if you suck at spelling, Google it yeah. because you can Google mean girls interrupted and they'll be like, did you mean my cunts are hurting? <laughs> yeah, my cunts are hurting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you click on that mm-hmm. and then you go to our website, which we, it does exist. Not a joke. That isn't a joke. And you can find out how to listen there. But subscribe to us. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate, review. And uh, that way you just get notified for you don't miss another episode. Don't miss another Cause, episode. Because, honey, 
you do not want to miss this. Nope. And guess what? Was that good? I loved it. Okay. Thank you. John, of course it was good. I'm your cheerleader. I'm your cheerleader. Oh, look at us. <laughs> Two big old sluts. <laughs> yeah. So with that, everybody, uh, we're going to have to see you at the movies. Roll the credits, yeah, Lucy Boosie. Oh, Busey, I'm so sorry. Whatever, he has huge teeth. <laughs> and a huge Boosie. <laughs>